Welcome to season two of Wild Soul Conversations. I'm your host, Brittany. I believe our stories are powerful and can impact the world around us. On this season of Wild Soul Conversations, we will be changing it up a bit. You will still be hearing from a variety of women as they share their stories, but we will have a larger focus on mental health in this season. As we dive into these women's stories, you will be hearing how they endured hard seasons, experienced breakthroughs, how God showed up for them, and much more. My hope is through these conversations, you will be encouraged and know that you aren't alone. So grab your coffee or your tea and let's start the conversation. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Wild Soul Conversations. Today we have one of my good friends on the show. Her name is Ellen Reimer and she is a counselor here in Kelowna, BC. I'm really excited to dive into this conversation today. We're going to be talking all about self-care and mindfulness and I'm going to be just asking Ellen a ton of questions like what is self-care, what is mindfulness, Um, digging into some tools, how that really helps us in our mental health journeys, Um, definitely dealing with all sorts of uh, mental health issues such as anxiety and depression. I actually had the opportunity to take Ellen's anxiety and depression workshop um, this last winter and I learned so, so much and I thought that she had great resources. So I wanted her to come on today and share a little bit more on this topic. So welcome Ellen to the show. Thank you, Brittany, for having me. It's an honor. Yeah. Thanks for being here. We had you actually on season one. I wanted to tell everyone as well. So you were sharing your story. And so if you guys haven't listened to that yet, definitely go back to season one and check that out. So welcome. Um, Why don't you start off? And for those um, who are listening may not know uh, much about you. So where are you from? And um, yeah, what do you do for work? So as you said, I'm a counselor and a life coach. Um, Yeah, just a little bit about myself. I am a mom, which is, yeah, I've been super, it's been a joy. Let's just put it that way. But I'm recently an empty nester. My boys have all, I have four sons and they have all left home already. It makes me sound really old, but they're on their own. Yeah, so I also... um, I've been a counselor now for about five years and I'm really passionate about the work that I do. But yeah, also grew up in Alberta when I, I was actually born in the little town of Enderby and moved to Alberta when I was four and then moved back to BC when I was 18 and I've been here ever since. So just over five years. Okay. Yeah, I would love to, um, yeah, for you to share more about your counseling and coaching practice. Like what kind of therapy do you offer and what kind of coaching focus do you have as well? Yeah, share more about that. Yeah, so I work a lot with individuals that are experiencing depression, anxiety, as well as where I get really excited is when I hear that question, who am I, which I actually do hear it quite often. Um, People that are just really struggling with a lack of self-worth and confidence and have a lot of negative belief systems. So that's where I get really passionate and usually that belief of the negative belief systems but also that question of who am i is very connected to anxiety and depression as well often people that are struggling with depression anxiety are struggling with that with self-esteem self-worth um 
and just struggling with mm-hmm. who, what their identity is, who they are as a, as a woman or as a man. So now we're going to dive into that topic. Speaking of self-care and mindfulness, Uh (laughs) um, I wanted you, yeah, to just kind of explain, like, what is self-care? Like, what does that look like for you? And from a therapist perspective, I know self-care can look so different to all of us, right? Like having a hot bath or, (laughs) um, you know, getting our nails done. But I know that it can be a lot deeper as well. So, yeah, I would love for you to share. Yeah. So, like you said, self-care looks different for everyone. And it also has many different pieces. But the bottom line would be that you're taking care of you. I have a personal story on that where I really was very unaware of self-care and what that really meant. I was had recently become a solo mom of my four sons, they were all pretty young at the time. And every other weekend, they would go to their dad's house for the weekend. And in that time that they were away, I, I ran, I cooked, I cleaned, I baked, I did the laundry, I cleaned house. When they came home, the sheets were washed, the clothes were all neatly folded in the drawers, and the floors were clean and cookie fresh cookies on the counter, the fridge was full. And I was (laughs) exhausted. And I actually found myself Um, to my shame, I would find myself a couple hours before they were coming home going, oh, they're coming home again. And Mm. I felt so, like such a bad mom. And they would come to the door and I'd force a smile on my face and like, oh, I'm so happy to see you. But inwardly, I was just crying out for some rest. And then a friend said these words to me. She says, Ellen, you're a good mom, but you will be a better Mm -hmm. mom if you take care of yourself on that weekend that you have off. And I know not everyone gets a weekend off every other weekend, but um, I, I say those words to everyone is that you will be a better person if you take care of yourself. So I decided to give it a try. And <laughs> I, I actually had my kiddos help me clean the house before they left as best as they could as, at how young they were. Yeah. And when they left, I would ask myself, what do I need right now? And I, whatever my heart was saying at that moment, I would do. So I just kind of went with the flow. I didn't really have a plan, but I would go, I might go to the gym or just go for a walk with a friend. I would meet friends for coffee or watch a movie and eat popcorn. Mm -hmm. I just, I just did what I needed in that moment. I might eat junk food or I might eat really healthy for the weekend. (laughs) The difference was that a couple hours before my kids came home, I found myself looking at my watch, looking at the clock going, my kids are coming home. And I was excited to see them. Mm. That was the difference. When they walked in that door, I genuinely met them at the door with excitement and a real smile on my face going, I am so happy to see you and so happy you are home. The difference was, is that while they were away, I took care of me. Mm. That's so important. Yeah. Cause like you said, you were just go, 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 and then your cup, and you can't serve from an empty cup, exactly. right? Exactly. So do you find that, um, like, now in your life that you find that scheduling those times, like, just in your calendar even helps? Absolutely, yes. I actually had a counselor say to me quite a few years ago, she's like, where I put, where I would normally put a client's name, just like I put a client's name, I put my own name. 
and I would never cancel on a client unless I was desperately sick. So she says, I will not cancel on myself. When I put my name in there, just as if it was a client, I will make sure mm-hmm. that I, I do that. And she says, that makes the difference. Yeah, totally. I know. I actually started doing that sometimes too, because I found as well, right? When you're just so busy, you forget about it. (laughs) And then you start like having these thoughts like, ah, I don't have any capacity anymore to do anything. (laughs) So it's so important. Um, What are some exercises or activities that you've found? Like I know you listed already a few that you did to fill up your cup, but is there any self-care practices that you would um, tell others that are currently dealing with burnout, anxiety, and depression? Yeah, that's a a loaded question. Um, There's the simpler things like I, I for myself, waited for years for other people to buy me flowers my specifically my significant other and and was upset because well no one's buying me flowers but one day it hit me I was like why am I not important enough to myself to buy myself flowers that didn't mean that I necessarily went out and bought like two dozen red roses for myself but maybe a small bouquet of Gerber daisies for five bucks and that was self-care going for walks going for Um, making sure that you get sleep. Here's another one that we don't often think of this as self-care, but setting Mm -hmm. setting boundaries and healthy communication is 100% Mm. part of self-care. Totally. Oh yeah. I've definitely learned that. Like I'm such a yes person and then you end up taking way more things on or doing things for other, and then you're neglecting your own mental health, right? Exactly. But yeah, and then just creating yeah. a schedule and prioritizing prior, prioritizing you. Um, exercise mm-hmm. reduces anxiety and depression and create some feel-good hormones in your brain that, that just helps improve how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure that you get out into nature is a huge one. Um, play. Yeah. So many people forget to play. Life gets so serious and so busy, but play is a part of self-care. Yeah, I remember we were talking about this quite a bit on that um, anxiety and depression workshop that you said, and you had this like self-care wheel chart. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really cool. Would you be able to explain a little bit more about that? Because I know that um, that play part, like if that's missing in your life. um, Yeah. I, I can't remember all of it, but if you want to share, because I thought that would be a really great resource for people and they, they could potentially do that at home as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the self-care wheel is a really great thing to just do monthly or every six months or something like that. You can Google self-care wheel um, for to get the PDF and do it. Each, yeah. each wheel... Um, each wheel, you have the different sections, and the sections can be like personal life, professional, your spiritual life, um, physical, emotional, fun, play, social. Just pick the ones yeah. that apply to you the most and put them in those different sections. And then you, you, um, it will, you, each wheel also has from at the spoke of the wheel, it's zero and goes out to 10, and you get to figure out where you're at on that wheel. And it, what it does is it gives you like a bird's eye view of where you're at. It's not there to judge you or to shame you, 
but just to give you that bird's eye view and helps you determine what changes you want to make in your life to mm -hmm. help you become more balanced. You can fill out the wheel, take a step back and also asking yourself, like if this wheel was on my car or on my bike, how would it roll down the road? How would it roll down the road? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, it's a little bumpy. It's a little bumpy or sometimes I've done mine and I'm going, oh yeah, that, that wouldn't even roll. Like it's just stopped. And I go, well, that's kind of how I feel in my life right now. So then I get to those mm -hmm. changes. Yeah, for sure. Do you find um, within that doing that self care wheel, like, is there like a journaling like activity that they can do or any specific questions as well? Um, definitely doing your journal with it, like, while you're doing it, filling out. So if you are, yeah, just doing getting really curious, I guess, is what I would say is getting really curious with your wheel and asking, well, what changes mm -hmm. can I make here and journaling those changes so that you can come back to it and go, yeah, right. These are the things I was going to do. These are the changes that I can make. And it might be mm -hmm. as simple as going to bed earlier so that you have more time to exercise in the morning. I'm bad for that when mm -hmm. I go to bed late. And then in the morning I sleep in because I went to bed late and I missed my workout. Yeah. I know I can be bad too for that. It's like, oh, I have the school and then we know all these things, but then we're like not putting no, it. Really, and so as far as the self-care wheel, so you said that they can Google it, but do you have this as well, like on your website or, cause I know that you had a, sh like a PDF in your workshop. Yeah. So I do have the PDF in a couple of work workshops, the depression, anxiety, as well as in the e-courses, unlock your God confidence and unlock your potential. Um, all three of them, we do have the self-care wheel in them. I don't have one on okay. my website, just singular at this point. Right. Okay. Yeah. So mostly yeah, within your courses yeah. and the workshops. Yeah. Okay. So now as far as self-soothing exercises, what are some things that you would recommend that way as far as incorporating some sensory exercises uh, that someone can do? Like, for example, um, including your you know, your five senses. Some of the exercises that you, you can do, or just even little pieces to keep in mind is investing in yourself, just taking time to breathe even. Um, mm -hmm. One little one that I like is when I, I read this one, is like, oh, that's just so simple. But yet, how often do we do it? We drink a cup of coffee or tea. And if someone asked you at the end of it, what it tasted like, would you be able to tell them? But so to rather, while well, you're drinking your beverage your hot beverage just to yeah. push pause for a moment and smell it and savor it and that's bringing your awareness and back into the present uh, it's giving a four breath hug if you have your husband or your wife if you are um, your children are around you to give them a four breath hug actually hug them and count your breaths and again it brings mm. you back into the present mm. wow yeah, I never really thought of it that way with the hug, like a four breath yeah. hug with that. I know that like hugs are so important, <laughs> like physical touch, they right? Are. Don't they say so like that's even scientific, like we need touch in our 100%. lives. <laughs> and, and if we were to ask 
most people, if they get enough touch, I'd say that probably the majority of people would say I don't get enough. Some would say mm. moms with little children that clamoring over them all day would say, oh, yeah, I get lots. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the pandemic didn't help. Like, you know, I'm sure that had a big effect on a lot of people, too, because no one was getting a lot of touch during that time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but one of my, yeah, one of my favorite um, mindfulness exercises that I do, and I do this one when I'm out hiking and I find my mind is racing and I'm not really paying attention to what's around me, is just to mm-hmm. take three really deep breaths um, mm-hmm. and letting. So, I will picture a peaceful place for me. I love the ocean. So, I'll picture an ocean. I picture breathing that peaceful place in. And with each exhale, picturing the stress that you're carrying around in your shoulders and your back and your neck just floating out of you and once you take mm-hmm. those deep breaths keep your eyes closed and become aware of your senses so what are you feeling and it might be the hair on your neck or the breeze on your skin the sun shining on you <clears throat> excuse me it might be the socks that you're wearing on your feet the sweater on your mm-hmm. what are you smelling coffee in the air if you're outside it might be the trees or the fresh cut grass or the smell of earth. Mm. What do you, what do you feel? What do you smell? What do you um, see? I'm trying to remember them having a brain block all of a sudden here. If you're a visual person, what are you seeing? And what are you hearing? Mm. And, and just stay in that moment for a bit. And it can be really calming and really bring you back into the present by just looking for those things that are right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I know that's a good, yeah, great grounding technique. Um, speaking about mindfulness now, I know that self-care and mindfulness are definitely connected, mm-hmm. but what is the difference? Like what is mindfulness to you? Yeah, that's a good question. Again, it's mindfulness is having that ability to be present and aware in the moment, um, having the ability to live moment by moment with the awareness of your thoughts and your feelings. Okay. And is there any like mindfulness apps that you would suggest? Um, Yes. So Calm is one. I'm having a complete brain block right now. Um, I know the Calm app because I've used it quite a bit myself and would recommend it as well. Um, It actually has like quite a few different breathing exercises like there's um ones to like help you sleep which I'm sure you're aware of like you said you would recommend it yeah and the other thing that some people will do too is to just even if you google mindful exercises um and go into YouTube because some of these apps Mm -hmm. do cost money and people go I don't really want to spend that money but to see them go into YouTube and it can be beneficial as well and you can find some there yeah, I'm sure there's so much online now yeah. and there's so many YouTubers, right? Yeah, there is. Um, Headspace is another one. That was one that I was trying to remember. That's another mindfulness app. Oh, yeah. Okay. I did actually use that for a little bit. Um, yeah, that was the same, similar to the Calm app, Yeah, right? it is similar. Yeah. Okay. And so as far as incorporating journaling, I know that you mentioned just like being aware of our thoughts. 
um, what is causing anxiety and just being present in that, um, what would be some helpful like journaling questions uh, that could help with this? Um, my favorite journaling exercise that I encourage clients to do is the gratitude journal. Um, mm. gratitude and I was actually just listening I've really been listening to different scientists um, brain surgeons people that specialize in that field even more um, mm-hmm. and how it actually changes gratitude changes our the DNA in our brain and I just find it so fascinating how when we're going down a negative path we're creating a um, a brain matter a DNA that that looks that yeah. way but if we practice gratitude how it changes our dna to something healthier and better and i, I just find it so fascinating how this that simple is. thing of gratitude and yet so often we forget to practice it totally yeah i actually have a gratitude journal just sitting over there that <laughs> i i probably should open <laughs> yeah <laughs> So this is a good reminder, Ellen. Right. Um, and if anyone's interested, I I really um, love Anne Voskamp. She writes a book called One Thousand Gifts, and she writes her story in her book of how she was challenged to find a thousand things to be thankful for, and it really and it was her it became her journal. And it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. complicated that you write a paragraph for everything you're thankful for. It can just be right at the top of the page. I'm thankful for, and then. And then number it. And it's like one of the things that she wrote in her book was um, the soap suds, the rainbow and the soap suds with the sun shining through the window. And I was like, that's, I wouldn't have thought to be thankful for the rainbows and the soap suds. It takes a mundane task of washing dishes to something that you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. Took a pile of dirty laundry because she has children and she's thankful that she has children that are strong and healthy and can go run out and play. And, mm-hmm. and she just, it, it actually, she, it, I recommend her book. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry. What's the author's name? Again? Anne Voskamp. Anne Voskamp. Okay. Never heard of her, but that sounds, yeah, really good. Yeah, and to reflective journaling is also good. Um, it gets it out of your head and onto paper. So that can be really helpful as well. Okay, just like writing different like things from like the week, reflecting yeah. kind of on like the month yes, or season. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I've also heard of um it's called I think the artist way. Have you heard of that? No. It's a okay, it's like a journaling technique that you literally just write, I think it's for 30 minutes, if I'm not mistaken, and you just like fill the pages with whatever is coming to mind mm-hmm. and you do it like every day. And then you just like notice like maybe patterns that you're like that's coming to mind. Okay. Um, apparently it can be really healing and I'm pretty sure it's called the artist way, but I can put a link in the description. Yeah, I'll have to look that one up. Um, but yeah, I've heard that's a different, uh, different technique too. Yeah. So But yeah, I love those ones. And I think that really, really helps, like you said, with the gratitude part, just being thankful. Because I know when you are going through a challenging season and, you know, this podcast, this season is all about mental health. So when you are struggling with anxiety um, or depression or whatever under the mental health spectrum, 
it can be like almost a lot, right? Like you can sometimes just be, you know, I found in my journey just almost like so consumed with the symptoms um, that almost like the uh, gratitude journaling can help just kind of get your mind off things too and just be thankful for for other things like I have a roof over my head and And, and it's it's being thankful for the roof over your head or the birds chirping in the tree or the flowers it's it can be little things and big things and Mm -hmm. gratitude changes Mm -hmm. mind totally um so on kind of like a god uh now kind of shifting gears faith-based um how would yeah like how would you i guess in your own personal journey like bring in god and those pieces and those components um has like scripture helped you in your journey or like worship or just prayer um when kind of going after um just like spiritual peace right Mm -hmm. and wholeness and that's i'm so glad you brought that up because that's to me would be one of the main main keys is the god perspective right and Mm -hmm. and that's that's a whole we could talk about that one for days (laughs) yeah we could (laughs) but yeah um listening to worship music spending time just reading the word um some people go well i'm struggling with that find a devotional book then that really resonates with you that has scripture in it or sends you back to the word that helps keep you kind of gives you a track to follow Mm-hmm. But I found for myself quite a few years ago, I was going through a really dark, heavy season. And I started every morning when I would wake up, I would find someone. I'd just go onto YouTube and find a Christian speaker that I really enjoyed listening to. And I'm, mm-hmm. I can list some of them here even. They're just, there's just so many out there. But I'd click into one of them. And while I was getting ready for the day, doing my hair, doing my makeup, having breakfast, I would be have that playing beside me. And I found it really gave me a different perspective on even who God says I am and mm. helped shift some of the mindset from negativity to, yeah, just to this is, this is what God's got going on in my life. Yeah. Yeah, that's super helpful. Also, just like, yeah, talking to God about those things, like bringing him your emotions and the pain or the grief or just giving it to him, you know, and he's, I always say he's such a good papa to give us what we need in the moment, you know, um, actually speaking of this, I know that you have several God kisses. Like I always, I think I got the God kiss word from you actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I would love for you to share like a moment that God really just showed up for you in one of those um, dark seasons and yeah, like how he really met you and with this process of, you know, self-care and mindfulness, the spiritual component is so, so important. So yeah. Do you have like a God kiss that you would want to share quickly? Oh, there's so many of them. Um, I know. I I'm just, I'm going <laughs> to come right, right to um 
the week that I became a solo mom. Um, that was a lot of trauma around that time of my life. There was, my kids obviously mm -hmm. felt like their world had been turned completely upside down. And I turned, um, phoned my mentor, told her where I was at. And she says, I'm going to clear my calendar for you. I'd like you to come into the office, but before you come in, I'd like you to go for a walk. And mm. that was self-care going for that walk. And it helped to clear my head a little bit. Walking is one way that one of my self-care things it's, I, I need that in my life. But yeah, I was totally. living in Salmon Arm at the time and there's a, what they call the bird walk. So I went out there and I was alone out there that day. There was no one else around. So I thought, but I suddenly got this sense that I, there was someone there. So I kind of glanced over my shoulder and it's like, there's, there's no one behind me. Like, but you don't, you know, that mm. feeling when you know someone's in the room with you and that feeling just, yeah. yeah, it just kept getting stronger and stronger. So finally I just stopped and I did a full 360 on the path. It's like, just looking like who's here <laughs> and there really was no one there, but God was there. And it oh. in that instant, I had been kissed by God he was there and it was like he was saying to me that day you're not alone i am with you and i'll never mm. forget that feeling of he was there he mm -hmm. in one of the deepest darkest seasons of my life he was there mm. but i i can there's wow. other stories of coming home from work and being in the house for like 10 minutes and then leaving again to go somewhere else yeah and um in that 10 minutes, when I opened the door, there was a gift card and I had been really struggling financially. And there was a gift card sitting on, okay. on the handle, it just kind of dropped to the floor. I was fairly new to recently moved to town and I knew about five people. Yeah. I asked those five people because I wanted to say thank you to whoever had left it, left it there. No one. I have to this day have wow. idea who left that gift card there, but I do know that God knew my need that day. And, right. and I just, I call those kisses from God because yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else you call them, right? I know. Yeah, actually you did share that one in the last episode in season one. Um, and I was just like, that was so such a God moment. Like you have so many, we could be talking about this for hours. <laughs> but I love those moments. Like God is so good just to, yeah, he's always there for us. Like you said, like he's never leaving our side, even though sometimes we might not feel him. Um, but just even asking him, like, I actually did this a couple times too, in my journey, just like, where are you at? Like in the room or where were you at in that moment? Yeah. And he was like, he showed me a picture, like he was at my bedside or holding my hand, mm -hmm. you know? So I think it's really, really powerful to just, um, yeah, remind us of those moments and ask Jesus and he's always available. Yeah. So thanks for sharing about those. Um, I wanted you now to, if you have like any final resources on the topic of, uh, self-care and mindfulness, like if there's any, um, workbooks, books that have helped you or that you share with your clients, um, yeah, like any other resource. I know you mentioned a couple apps already, mm -hmm. um, but if there's anything else that you want to add, that would be great. Yeah, that's there's so much out there. Um, one, some of the 
I took a lot of the tools, uh, um, practices that helped me over the years and put them into e-courses. So I have an e-course called Unlock Your God Confidence as well as Unlock. So that one has a, a God perspective to it. And then Unlock Your Potential is, um, is secular. So anybody that doesn't want that God perspective would in- listen to that one. So okay. that there's just lots of bits and pieces in both of those e-courses that that I used over the years to help with self-care, to help with identity and just knowing who I am, who God made me to be. Um, okay. So I, I would recommend recommend those if people are interested. But also, like I said earlier, listening to tuning into speakers. Um, Anne Voskamp is one of them. She has a book. There's a book by Shauna. I don't even know how you say her last name. Nequish, Present Over Perfect. Carolyn Leaf, Joyce Myers, Lisa Bevere. Um, Angela Thomas writes some really great books on, like one of her books that I really like is When Wallflowers Dance. So I think um, I really believe that part of self-care, and this is where I get really excited and passionate, is around Mm -hmm. our identity and knowing who God designed each of us to be and walking fully in that. Mm -hmm. So Christine Kane is another one. So just really leaning into some of those speakers. Yeah, I know there's so many. You've actually mentioned quite a quite a few good ones, like Lisa Bevere. I would, yeah. She actually, I think they came up with an app now. Yeah. I saw, and it's is it called Messenger? If I'm not yes, mistaken, yes, it is. Yeah, there's some really okay. great resources in there. Yeah, there totally is, and like it's a lot of it. I think it's all free, right? I believe so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it is all free. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, really, really great. And yeah, I actually would recommend Ellen's courses as well. I haven't taken them all, but I definitely was able to go in and be your little editor at times when you were getting them published. (laughs) So you have, yeah, really great material in there so they can go check that out on your website. Um, So we're coming to an end. It's been, yeah, just really great just chatting about this important topic on mindfulness and self-care. And just really incorporating all the things that you mentioned, Ellen, really would help, um, especially on the topic of mental health. Um, You've shared so much. I know that we could talk so much more. Um, But I wanted you to just uh, leave things off today. And if you have um, any encouraging words for our listeners today or um, a quick little prayer, I know that... um, yeah, like this season is really focused on mental health and some, you know, some of us could be just in a season of, like you said, that dark um, season mm-hmm. or just needing hope and encouragement. So I would love for you to pray for our listeners or any encouraging words that you have. For sure. Yeah. Um, first, I'd just say, like, be really kind to yourself. Um, have compassion for yourself. Tune into your nervous system. What is what is your nervous system needing in the moment? And then get really, really curious with it. What do I need right now? And what is God saying to me right now? Those are two questions that to get really curious with will help a lot. And just being mm-hmm. intentional with self-care. Um, those applying those will and, and often asking yourself this, what would I say to a friend? We often get really hard on ourselves, but if you flip it around, what would I say to a friend right now? What would I, what would I advise my friend to do in this situation? Well, you'd probably advise her to get some more self-care. So 
works, but just really lean into what who God is saying you are. Mm-hmm. So, and on that note, yeah, I'm happy to say a prayer. And so, Father God, I, I thank you for each of our listeners. I thank you for Brittany and this um, podcast. And I just ask you to bless each of our listeners today. And I ask that you just touch them with your extravagant love, that they can feel that love flowing through them from the tip of their head to the tip of their toes, and that they can see you in a new way, that they can know who they are created and designed by you and that no matter what happens in life that you are the author and the finisher of our stories and that even you take the messy pieces of our lives and turn them into such a beautiful tapestry and story and that each one of them will feel that and know that love that you so extravagantly pour out and where there's been depression and anxiety god that that's lifted and that it actually surprises each of them some on days when they go, oh, it's just not there today. And that they can know that you touched them again, that they are kissed by you each and every day. So pray in your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Ellen. Um, where can people find you on social media? Because I know that you mentioned your website, but I don't think you shared your social media links. Yeah, so under Ellen Reimer, on Facebook and Inspired Counseling. I have two different accounts there, as well as Ellen Reimer on Instagram. Awesome. And then just maybe share your website link just one more time in case they missed it in the beginning. Yeah, so it's (laughs) www.inspiredcounseling.ca. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Ellen. This was such a treat. It's always fun talking with you and picking your brain on all these topics. Thank you so so much for having me. And I did want to just add this as one last resource that I will be relaunching my Significant Living Membership Program in the fall, which we will be talking about self-care and mindfulness in there as well. So we'll be covering a lot of this in that. And so if people are interested, they can find that on that website. Oh, perfect. Okay, awesome. And then do you have any um, other events coming up as well? Like I know that you're working on a couple like just locally, but are you able to share a little bit or stay tuned? Yes, stay tuned. Definitely. Um, We're looking to do a, um, a full day event in September. We're just um, finalizing the date and the venue and then we will be advertising that. But yeah, definitely stay tuned for that. We are still trying to um, really find a venue for a full weekend retreat here in Kelowna as well, which we're super excited about. But both um, will be for women just based around that topic of self-worth and who God has made you to be. So we're really, really excited. The other gal that I'm doing it with is um, also a counselor and very passionate about the same topic. So yeah, looking forward to Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Well, lots of good things happening in your life and just what you're working on and what God's put on your heart. So definitely check out Ellen's website and all that she's doing, all her e-courses and events to come. So thanks again, Ellen. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. Uh, feel free to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Share it with a friend that you think that would need this message today. Um, and feel free to rate this podcast. I'm a newbie in the podcast game, but apparently 
apparently if you leave a review, it helps us get noticed and um, for this podcast to help others. So thank you so much again. Um, Feel free to visit our website. It's wildsoulconversations.com and you can subscribe to our email and you would be the first person to get the new episode in your inbox right away before everyone else. So thanks again. Know that you are not alone. As Ellen said, God is walking step by step, never leaving your sight, holding your hand. Um, So reach out to him today. If you don't know him, he knows you. He knew you before you were in your mother's womb. He knows every hair that's on your hair. (laughs) Um, So bless you guys. Have an amazing week wherever you're at in this wonderful world. Bless you. Bye.